millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. A Radio Info Raw Edit podcast. The conversations behind our reports. We started about 11 years ago with Radio Is Europe. It came out of the Nordic countries uh, in Europe, and then we moved on and, and uh, also expanded into Asia. And so that's where we are now with Radio Is Asia for the second time, virtual this time. Now, Radio Days in Europe has been a huge success over the years and it's been going, what, a decade, I guess. And yeah, yeah, and Radio Days in Asia has only been going, well, two kind of, but rudely interrupted by, by COVID-19. And of course, it's been a virtual, um, a, a virtual conference. How do you think it went? What does it tell you for the future? Two things. One is uh, the concept of Radio Race Asia. I think that was also a big success this second time. Uh, the second uh, aspect of it is different. It's about how do you run a successful virtual event where we can't have in live events. So these are two different aspects. I think. Um, so the reason Radio Days Asia came about was actually because Radio Days Europe has been so successful. People in Asia started, you know, saying, why don't we need, would need something like this here? So um, after a couple of years, we found that the circumstances were the right to try it out. And we did then in August 2019 as a live event. Um, and we thought it went really well. Um, so the idea is to build from that first successful event and grow, make it bigger and involve more people uh, and to have it annually. Um, then COVID came. Um, we couldn't have a live event, so we went virtual instead now in uh, last week. Um, and I think under the circumstances, we it went well. We had, we had more participants. We had great content. We had more... Uh, sponsors. We had more organizations across the region that were supporting it. Um, so I think it was a really good way of keeping momentum for um, Radio Race Asia in the region so we can uh, come back and have a live event when it's possible again. What were your favorite sessions of this particular event, which I think was excellent? I, there, there, there were some really, really good sessions there. It's a good question, and I come back to it, but I want to say, I mean, the program, you have to have many different aspects. You have, want to have many voices. You want to cover a lot of ground, a lot of topics. So each session cannot be number one. So it's, it's, it's a variety of sessions which makes up the program, I think. But uh, there were a couple of that were standing out, and and I think uh, the, the absolutely... Um, most engaging one was uh, Christian O'Connell, who we ran live from his studio in Melbourne. Um, and um, he was, of course, talking about his whole experience within radio in UK and in Australia, but also gave some really good advice and, and tried to take up some questions from the audience as well, since this was uh, a live event. So I think that was really um, an engaging uh, and very good session. 
Yeah, that's because very major one. I think that there are there are others we, which were more into the the Asian uh, market and also the podcast. So there were, there were kind of two two um, themes. Uh, one was radius recovery from COVID crisis. You know, how do we move forward? What do we have to think about? What do we have to do differently? Secondly, it was about podcasting. So podcasting is just emerging in most Asian countries, uh, but it's growing rapidly. So we wanted to be there and help giving an idea of how you grow the podcast business and what the future is. So those were the, the key themes, I think, for this year. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. What platforms did you use? Because it was quite ingenious how you could, you know, it wasn't your average Zoom meeting. It was much better than that. It was, it was not. <laughs> and that uh, running a couple of uh, smaller um, online events uh, previous to this one, we wanted to, we knew we have to give a better experience than the ordinary webinar Zoom meeting. It has to be better than that in, di- in several ways. And uh, so we had a really good um, virtual platform. Um, and uh, we pre-recorded much of, of the material, so we had some control over the quality and the length uh, and all of that. Uh, uh, and uh, secondly, I think the other clever thing was that uh, you can actually watch live stream, of course, but also you can watch as catch-up. So every session is there, uh, and you can go back at another time, in another time zone, for instance, and or another day to catch up on those things you missed or if you couldn't be there uh, for, the, for the whole day or something. So we ran over three days. Um, and uh, the third bit, which uh, was also interesting, how do you create opportunities for uh, sponsors and exhibitors? Uh, how do you have a uh, virtual... Um, Exhibit, exhibition and we tried that and we also another um, challenge was to how do you make it possible for people to meet and interact uh, during a, a virtual event that which is kind of half the experience of going to a live event that means that there's the great content but then you want to get together over some drinks and and chat with people you know or you, you're meeting for the first time and that and that's also what we tried to incorporate so I think that the two first things I mentioned, uh, how we produced um, the, the virtual conference and the catch-up uh, functionality worked really, really well. Um, the sponsor and exhibition part, we worked hard on that, and I think we got it pretty right. But I'm not sure people really, attendees, necessarily use it in the same way as you go to a live exhibition. We have to learn more about how to do that in a good way. Um, and the last aspect, having people to meet up and talk to each other, that didn't work that well, actually. So uh, there's something we have to, to think about how to do that 
better. It worked on the third day when there were interactive masterclasses and workshops, and, so, and we ran those on Zoom. <laughs> so um, you don't see these virtual events at any time being a threat to the live events. You think that people will still want to come and meet other people. There. Yes. We, we have a survey out to attendees now, and, and one of the things coming back is we, 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 want, we want to go live <laughs> whenever yeah. that's happened. That, happening uh, so most people are have that feeling of why they go to event is actually to learn something uh, but also to meet people and I think that is something that will be a desire to meet in person again uh, in in this field I'm sure about it but uh, that said I think there are also uh, an opportunity there to go virtual events as well so it could be hybrid uh, so being live in a certain place, in a venue, and then also give access to most of the content virtually as well. So you can either be there in person or you can sit home and, and, and watch and take care of it without having to travel for many hours or leave work for many days or whatever is uh, the obstacle. You can still be, you know, at least be part of it in a way. So I think hybrid is the way forward. I think people would like to go to live events, but virtually it's also here to stay. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.